Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. What is the main responsibility or job of a leader? I think there are a lot of people who have never actually thought this through, which I find kind of odd, right? But so many people get promoted because they did such a good job kind of doing the task and they get promoted up into this boss job and people say yes to it because there's more money associated with it. And in that space, it's like now I'm the boss, but they've never really thought about how that responsibility is different than before. And it is tremendously different. You know, my experience when I when I talk to leaders and I say, well, what is your job? They talk about their function. I'm the director of marketing. I am in charge of operations. I am, you know, whatever that is. And they talk about what their team does. And it's really interesting to then shift the conversation to, no, 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 you as a leader, what is your job? What is your, and we use the terminology work product, deliverable work output. There's a number of um, ways to look at it. And, and it really comes down to, as a leader, what is the tangible thing that you create? <laughs> well, I've asked a lot of groups this question. And it is funny because their answer almost always is to get my department's work done. Okay. And then if they're cynical, to babysit the staff. Okay. Those are really the two things that people answer that question with. And it never occurred to me before I started asking that question that that's how people thought, because that's not, Scott, how I ever saw it. But yet that is what most of the organizations that we work with, that is the common answer to get the work of my department done and to quote unquote, oversee, that's what they mean by babysit, oversee the staff, right? And honestly, I think a leader's job is completely different from that, not even in that room. And I I don't know when, I mean, I I really firmly believe we manage process, we lead people, and it's it's very different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think of, there's books that I've read, uh, Customer-Centered Culture by Robin Lawton. Yep. That's the one that really sticks in my mind as kind of the first time I really started to think about um, what's the tangible product. And the example, many people, find, you can talk finance, they say, well, one of our products is we make the P&L or we do the financial report. And you're talking to the CFO or the director of finance and they say, no, at, that is not their work output. They have staff that create that. Now there may, you may be a smaller company or you may be, you know, a, you know, three or four people, and maybe you do create that. There's also a secondary thing that you do. And this conversation is, to me, is always interesting when we have it. When you think about a leader's role, you really have three, maybe four tangible work products that you create. One is... Okay. A decision. Yep. So you make decisions. Mm-hmm. 
And that decision could be, do we go left or right? Strategic direction, do we go? All of those are decisions. You have people who can. So people who can make the finance report, people who can talk to the customer the way you want them to talk to, people who can create and edit a podcast, whatever that is. And your third one is um, leaders. You're creating new leaders, leaders who can create other leaders, leaders who can. And if you start to think about it, it's those three are your work products. And what I laugh about is whenever we have this conversation and leaders will say, well, I'm a working manager. I'm a working manager. Okay, cool. So then you have those three work products and some other work products. Cool, Mm -hmm. great. And they say, well, but Bob can't do this, but Mary can't do that. And I look at them and we have a little fun. And I say something like, it sounds like you've created bad work products. Your quality is not very good. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, what? What? (laughs) But it's true, Scott. And, you know, that's that's this piece where they don't want to face that. What they want to say is the problem is Mary. The problem is Bob. No, in reality, if you don't have people on your staff who can fill in the blank, that is your responsibility as a formal leader. And you are letting, I'm a working manager, get in the way. And of course, someone will always say, well, yeah, but, you know, Mary just isn't that isn't invested. And are there, and I think, just it's good to just get out in front of it and just say, yes, are there scenarios where maybe you have not a great fit or maybe you have someone who's just, it's not, they can't do it. They're choosing that they won't. Well, then you need to make your first work product a decision. The question to me is always, have you done the due diligence on the people who can? Can you look at yourself in the mirror and say, I've had the conversation that I need to have I've told them what good looks like. I've done those pieces. And if you have, okay, then you have a decision to make. If you haven't, then you have not created a good product. Well, and see, that's the piece which is so funny because in the end, you see where the responsibility lies. So if you have staff who are not doing their job, it's still your responsibility. If you hired staff who can't do their job, if you've kept staff who can't do their job, it is still your responsibility. That is still, as a leader, you, part of your work output. So in that place, anytime I hear a leader complaining about staff, I actually think I have a leadership problem, not a staff problem. Yep. And in that spot, to turn that and kind of say, how much time, effort, and energy have you put into turning that around? Now, do I think you should put months into it? Probably not. If you have a a staffing issue, address it. See if you can turn it around. If that person is doing what they can and they're moving forward and they're growing, it's just going to be a short amount of time before you get them where you need to be. If that person is resistant, then go ahead and have that thing. We call it grow or go. Not a problem. I got it. But in the end, If you as an individual have staff who are not doing their job and using that as an excuse, it does mean that you have not spent time on your primary work output, which is people who can. And Scott, just for the heck of it, 
how many organizations have we worked with that actually have in their job descriptions for leaders those three responsibilities that you listed, making decisions, having people who can, and growing leaders, succession planning, so that, that they have individuals behind them that can step into leadership roles. How many companies specifically have that in their job descriptions for formal leaders? I would say decisions. I would say many have they may not call it out that overtly, but I think they have something like, right, ensure the direction of the department, blah, blah, right? Spending limits, budget. So I think they have likely have the elements of the decision there. Then I think it drastically goes down. If it's higher than 50% that have anything about coaching, mentoring, I would be very, very surprised. I will tell you that I think that it's not unusual for them to have phraseology like coaching and mentoring. Yeah. However, it is something that I seldom see them being held responsible for. Well, yeah. Now, are they held being held accountable to? That's, that is a very different question. <laughs> so many of the, what I would say, small to medium-sized organizations that we work with, when we come in, we add that element and we actually have, you know, here's the leadership responsibility and we add it. Typically, it's not quite as direct and as bold as what you've suggested. And I think it actually should be to make it really, really clear. And then, of course, they should be evaluated on that. Every year when we kind of come back, we should be taking a look and saying, hey, are they making decisions? And by the way, good decisions not just decisions, right? Decisions that get outcomes that we're looking for. Yeah. Two, do we see growing staff, people in that department who can do more today than they could last month? And do we see individuals in that department where honestly, they are ready for the next steps? They're ready for the opportunity to be able to lead others. And if those three things are there, that should be a, a really like gold star when it comes to kind of the annual evaluation. If that stuff is not there, that's a major problem because that is the majority of their work output. With that being said, that wraps up this week's episode of the Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box, and we'll see you next week.